Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Raging Witchcraft, the podcast. I am your host, Sid, and on this lovely, calm, raining day, it is, I am actually recording at, or on, 11.11, which I think is actually pretty damn amazing. Um, <clears throat> but today we're here to talk about why the hell is spirituality and witchcraft a trend? Now, I know the title just said spirituality, but... I only did that just because of the fact that I wanted to keep it short and sweet and straight to the point. So we're here to talk about why the fuck is it a trend? Why? Why is this a trend? And really talking about, you know, the aspects of it and just really getting into the fact that a lot of these people aren't going to be practicing in three years because of the fact that this is a thing where you have to work all the time. It never stops. Research never stops. Learning never stops. So we're going to really kind of take it back. And I wanted to start this off by kind of getting into personally how I felt this became a trend. Now, we all know Tumblr. We all know the witchy scene on Tumblr. Um, Me personally, I wasn't really a part of it. But after I started um accepting what I was doing and felt like what I was doing was more accepted. That's kind of when I found the whole Tumblr scene when it came to spirituality and witchcraft. But essentially it really started with TikTok. Now going back to the whole Tumblr scene, Hey mother, there is a spider on my wall. Um, (laughs) going back to the whole Tumblr scene, it was, it was, it was helpful, but at the same time, very judgmental and almost like how TikTok was. But at the same time, you know, the people on Tumblr, a majority of them were actually practicing and actually into it and actually learning and actually doing the work and actually practicing and just actually, I don't want to say like actual witches, but that's that's really the only way that I know how to explain it was, you know, they were actual witches. They were actually doing their part, you know? And, um, Then Pinterest came around and a lot of stuff was shared on Pinterest and a lot of the stuff that was shared on Pinterest kind of gave people basically an excuse to be like, oh, you know, I could do this because I saw a post on Pinterest that was like spell jar for this with this, 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 and this, and this, and this listed on it to where I can do it and I'm a witch, which I'm not going to sit here and bash those people. Not gonna, anyways. Um, but then, um, Instagram and gotta take a second. I'm trying to like <laughs> time out the timeline here. Instagram, it started coming more into Instagram. People started talking about it more on Instagram. People started promoting themselves with their businesses, their tarot businesses, their witchy businesses. And then TikTok came about. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. I. Like I, you know, explained in the intro, I was a closeted witch for five years. And even when I moved up to New York and um, after I got with my boyfriend and was living with his mom, like I still was in a position where I could not practice um, physically, at least. Um, I kind of kept it to where I had for the past few years and just kind of kept it to where I was researching, taking notes, blah, 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 um, doing it to where, you know, when I finally got my own place and was able to, you know, freely practice, I would be able to. 
which is exactly what happened. But when TikTok came out, I heard about it. When did TikTok come out? I want to say not when TikTok came out, more so when I heard about TikTok. I think it was around 2019, I want to say, because it took me a couple of years. It really took me a couple of years to be, you know, to hop on that bandwagon because me being the person that I am, I'm not the type to sit here and hop on bandwagons. I'm not the type to sit here and be like, oh, everybody's doing this. Let me, you know, let me do it too. But with TikTok, it was different because I'm like, you know, all of the videos that I'm sitting here watching on Instagram are from TikTok. So why don't I just download the goddamn app and why don't I just just do it, you know? And when I first downloaded it, it wasn't anything meant to be anything witchy. It wasn't meant to, you know, be anything at all. And I guess that's where I was kind of wrong, <laughs> but that's kind of when, cause you already know your for you page is genuinely for you, whether you choose that, um, subject when you first download the app or not, that app is genuinely for you. Um, sorry, I, uh, I, <laughs> I have a, um, I found a dead mouse <laughs> on my walk home and it's sitting next to me, um, drying and, <laughs> It's, I can start, I started smelling it anyways. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but I, I ended up going into witch talk. I saw a witchy video, liked it, and, you know, the rest is history. Just like, you know, anybody else. But I really started getting into witch talk. And that kind of started the entire thing to where I started sharing little snippets of my craft and then that's where people started following me and then expecting me to teach them and then just my experience on TikTok on witch talk specifically was a lot and I'm not going to bore you guys with the details because if you know you know if you don't I'm sorry but <laughs> it was a lot but either way when it came down to witch talk and it came down to, you know, when I was getting more into it and posting more things and gaining more traction and, you know, all my, all it was on my For You page was just witchiness, you know, and seeing this, it really weeded out the people who are practicing because they think it's cool versus the people who are practicing because, it's witchcraft, you know, and I feel like, you know, when the, I had that episode with, um, Kat, we, her and I had talked about that very briefly, but we, we, we talked about it and, you know, it was mentioned that it's, it's really easy to kind of see who's doing it for the aesthetic versus who's doing it because of what it is. And, you know, the, the witches who are actually practicing to practice, you guys know, you'll see videos of people who are like making, they have candles or crystals or whatever the case may be and they're doing the same spell that you see all over the app like for example um like bay leaf spells or um quick little protection spells with the same ingredients that you know 10 million other people have posted and you can tell and not only that but when it comes to being a trend this is something that people don't understand. Now, I'm going to take a sip before I get into this one because y'all might, y'all might get mad at me for this. So hold on. When it comes down, I got to move this mouse. Sorry, y'all. I got to move that mouse. When it comes down to the people who 
are copying others because they think it looks nice and they want to do it because they want to feel like a witch. Now, I'm going to preface by saying you make yourself a witch. You aren't born one. You are the one who decides. You and only you. So when it comes down to people who are practicing quote unquote and copy others, copy their videos, copy their spells. This is where research and cross-referencing comes into the conversation. Because you can clearly tell that not only are you copying a spell, word for word, ingredient for ingredient, but you aren't, number one, researching to ensure that, you know, this spell is (laughs) what it's said to be. But number two, you're not personalizing it. And that's one of the biggest things. And that's, that's literally a red flag. Genuinely a red flag. Because when it comes down to doing witchcraft, research is important. But practice is personal. Always. So if someone posts a spell, nine times out of ten, you're going to see someone posting a spell that they came up with on their own. Because when it comes down to witchcraft and that research, you're researching herbs, you're researching crystals, you're researching oils, you're researching this, you're researching that, you're researching plants outside that you have located near you that are accessible to you. You're researching a million and one things in order to create a spell that's specific to you and personal to you. And, you know, that's the lovely thing about witchcraft is that, you know, you can literally make your own spells and it's awesome. It's absolutely amazing. And when it comes down to making your own spells, say, for example, because I dealt with this multiple times, I would post a spell that I made up myself. Granted, um, I would not post every single ingredient because people are crazy. And if you sit here and post every single ingredient... It's that much easier for someone to break your spell, first and foremost. But I would post a spell with the ingredients and just watch. I would do experiments. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, sometimes I would do experiments. I'm I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post this, and I'm going to see how many people copy it. Or I'm going to post this, and I'm going to see how many people steal it. And granted, it might sound fucked up to some of you, but... I was really curious to see how many people were stealing my shit and doing it just because it was a free spell. Just because they didn't have to do the research to gather these herbs together and these ingredients together in order to make the spell their own, you know? So when it comes down to really personalizing it, that's another thing. It's like my personal opinion, and I'm starting off by saying my personal opinion because it's my personal opinion, But my personal opinion is that when it comes down to people who actually practice for what it is and do the work and do the research and take the time, put in the effort, put in the effort to personalize things. They don't steal a spell from another witch because in my opinion, I don't like it. I don't like it. And that's that's essentially why I stopped teaching on TikTok because not not only was it something that I felt like was put on me even though I didn't want it because like I said I never meant to do anything I just kind of wanted to share snippets of my practice and then it turned into I was literally being forced by people to teach them and 
at the time, this is before I was working with the Morrigan and I had no boundaries. I let people walk all over me all the time. And this is essentially when I started teaching, teaching spells, teaching ingredients, teaching things that I save for my Patreon now. Like I still make videos. I still make reels and stuff on Instagram. Um, I know that it's not TikTok, but reels are just as good. And you know what? On Instagram, there's not as much drama and toxicity. There's not as much fakeness. There's not as much aestheticness, if that makes sense. I love being on Instagram. I love being a witch on Instagram. I love being able to sit here and post reels or post videos or stories or whatever it may be and not have to worry, you know, about someone being like, oh, well, you should have used this or this was used wrong or that's this and you're, you're appropriating even though these are the people that did not do research. And that's a red flag. The red flag is the people who are like, oh, well, you should use this. You should have did this. You should have did that. They're saying these things because they saw it from another creator and they're thinking that things are done only one way. And that's another thing that brings me into another, into another thing, another subject. So hold on. The people who tell you that things are done a certain way, the people who expect things to be done one way and one way only, these are the people that really show me that you do not or did not do your research and you were only doing this for the aesthetic because you were learning it from someone else. I have nothing against witches who share things on TikTok or on Instagram. I have nothing against witches who share their spells. I have nothing against because to each their own. That's your that's what you want to do. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to clap for you. I'm not going to get mad at you. But I do get irritated and frustrated with the people who steal that stuff because of the fact that they're like, oh, a free spell, I don't have to do research. Oh, free information, I don't have to do research. Free ingredients, <laughs> I don't have to do research. And that really pisses me off because that's essentially why my TikTok was the way that it was. So if you followed me on TikTok, especially after I turned into a raging witch and went from witchy kids sit to a raging witch... Um, that was my, I started working with the Morrigan era. I am still in that era, clearly. But, um, <laughs> but if you followed me, I just looked at the time. It was 444, 1444. It was 1444. Anyways, you know that I advocated for Google and research all the damn time. And it was hilarious to me. It genuinely was hilarious to me. And those of you who are getting mad at me saying that it was hilarious is you're one of the reasons why it was so funny. Because people would get so pissed off. So mad. Because I would tell them to research it. Oh, well, you're not going to tell me? Then you're not a real witch. Okay. Because <laughs> if you were, you would know how important research is. And you would need to research my answer anyways. So... I'm having you do the work and not wasting any of my time. That's literally how it went. And people got so fucking pissed off at me. And it was, it was, it honestly, it was hilarious. It was great. I, <laughs> I can't help but laugh at it. But you have to understand that the reason I advocated for research so much is for, you know, these people's own betterment. 
not to make myself look like a bitch, not to be rude, but for their betterment. Because like I said, like, even if I give you an answer, now this is what you're supposed to do. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. If you ask a witch a question online and they answer your question, do not go by that answer. You better research it. You better research it yourself and make sure that you have multiple sources that have the same answer before you go by it. And that's why. Because not only am I saving myself time and energy by giving you the answer, but I'm also telling you what you're supposed to be doing anyways. You're supposed to be researching it whether I give you the answer or not. So why are you going to sit here and get mad at someone who's just trying to, you know, push you to do what you're, what you're already supposed to be doing, you know? It, <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> because these are the people who are doing it for the aesthetic and don't want to actually put time and effort into doing the work because witchcraft and spirituality is a concept of research and personal effort. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Research or sorry. <laughs> Witchcraft and spirituality is a concept of research and personal effort. And, you know, those of you who would hear me say research is like almost 90% of your practice, I'm not lying when I say that. Because you can even ask an elder, an elder witch, they're still learning. They don't know everything. They're still learning something every day. Witchcraft and spirituality both are... Two things that are involving nonstop learning, nonstop healing, nonstop learning. And I do want to kind of point out, because I was going to do an entire podcast episode on this, but I figured I probably wouldn't be able to talk about this for an entire like 45 minutes. So I'm just going to talk about it now. So witchcraft and spirituality. A lot of people think that it's the same and I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I, I was in a time when I had my TikTok, I was in a time in my life where I got pissed off at literally fucking everything. And people who would sit here and say that they were strictly a spiritualist, but sit here and do spell work, like literal spell work, spell jars, candle spells, witchcraft, they would do witchcraft, would piss me the fuck off. Because you are practicing witchcraft. You are beyond spell work now. You are a witch, right? So the difference between spirituality and witchcraft. Yes, spirituality does have a role to play within witchcraft. But witchcraft does not have a role to play within spirituality. So simpler terms, spirituality goes into witchcraft. Witchcraft does not go into spirituality. And once you, you know, cross that line into witchcraft, you're now practicing witchcraft. You're not, you're not just a spiritualist anymore. You're practicing witchcraft. And it would drive me absolutely nuts when I would see people doing that. And I'm like, okay, you know, cool, 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 cool. You know, label yourself the way that you want to label it, but know the facts at the end of the day. And I know that sounds fucked up. But seriously, there's going to be some of you who are listening that are like, yes, thank you. And then there's going to be some of you who are listening and like, what? No, (laughs) no. But yes, yes, you are crossing the line 
into witchcraft. You are practicing witchcraft now. You are no longer just practicing spirituality. You are no longer just a spiritualist. So I did want to kind of... See, I literally went over that in like two minutes. Which is why I didn't want to make a whole episode on that. Because I knew I wasn't going to talk about it that long. But either way, back into the subject that we were meant to talk about. Um, so I kind of already explained my personal take on... Um, being on witch talk and seeing the people who were doing it for the trend and the aesthetic versus the people who weren't. And I'm not, I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one who sees it. And I've had conversations with other people on the app who, you know, were trusted witches and they would say the same thing. I'm not going to give names obviously, but they would say the same thing. And it's like, not only that, but here's the thing. People who practice witchcraft for the aesthetic, okay? Hear me out. Do not work on decolonization. People who practice witchcraft for the aesthetic do not practice decolonization. They do not work on decolonization. Why? Because all they want to see is pretty candles and tarot cards and crystals. That's it. And it's honestly sad because kind of like going back into the whole research never ends situation. I mean that with every single ounce in my body. I can sit here and I can read every single book on my bookshelf one after the other again and still have shit to learn. I've learned enough from these books. Granted, yeah, sometimes I do, you know, reread them. We all do. But there's still more books to read. There's still more research to do. There's still more things to learn because witchcraft is a concept that never ends, which in turn creates research as a concept that never ends. So when I was saying, you know, you can ask an elder and, you know, they would even tell you that they don't know everything. They, they're still learning. And this is simply because of the fact that research never ends. There's so much information to obtain. And I kind of want to give, you know, you beginner witches out there, a reminder that it's okay. I've had people come to me and talk to me about this and be like, you know, I feel like I don't know enough. You're never going to feel like you know enough. To be honest with you, you're never going to feel like you, you know enough. It really comes down to you feeling comfortable enough to practice what you do know and continue learning. And when it comes down to, you know, the people who are practicing for the aesthetic, these people aren't going to be practicing in one, two, three years because of the fact that this is essentially the time where they're going to start learning, especially because I started seeing it a little bit after I got on Witch Talk. Um, When I first got on Witch Talk, I saw, all I saw were, you know, people who were genuinely practicing because of what it is, not aesthetic practicer practitioner sorry but it's going to come to a time where soon and i i believe it's very soon <laughs> my psychicness is like bitch it's it's going to be soon it's going to be sooner rather than later you guys you're going to see it there's going to be people on this app that stop posting or just leave the app in general and this is because of the fact that they're practicing for the aesthetic And they realize how much work and effort needs to go into it. And they don't want to do that. And, you know, to me that's sad. Because it's like, witchcraft is amazing. 
It's amazing. And for a lot of people, including myself, it saved your life. It saved our lives. And I know that sounds crazy, but genuinely saved my goddamn life. Because without this, I don't know where the fuck I would be. I would be extremely unhappy. I would be unhealed. I would be struggling my ass off. And granted, yeah, we all do have struggles within witchcraft and spirituality, but it's struggles that better ourselves, not struggles that we kind of put ourselves into because we're not healed, you know? And when it comes down to the aestheticness of it, here's another thing that pops up quite, quite a lot with the trend. White sage. And I know as soon as I said that, some of y'all were like, oh, (laughs) yeah, white sage. This is something that gets on my absolute nerves. Now, in my intro, I explained to you guys why I am the way that I am about white sage and about indigenous culture, period. Okay? I was sat down by an indigenous man who lives on the reservation out here who had just smudged me. So there were a lot of people. Now, (laughs) I'm going to be honest. When I was witchy kid said, I would yell at everyone. (laughs) I would yell at absolutely everyone about this shit. (laughs) But I, I did it for good reason. I didn't do it because I was annoying. I did it for good reason. Simply because of the fact that with the aesthetic comes white sage. I have seen Pinterest photos, Pinterest ads, ads for white-owned businesses, not even indigenous. I've, I've talked to some of these businesses and I've asked, trust and believe, where the, it's like you got a bundle of white sage. It's either burning or not. Some tarot cards and some crystals. Maybe a candle. Maybe. Talking about, in some way, shape, or form, how witchcraft is a trend and to come to them if you're interested. And this made me mad because it's like, (laughs) this goes into, you know, the witchy shops. Because when witchcraft and spirituality became a trend, the witchy shops were like, booming, booming. And, you know, that's all cool. Like, make your fucking money. Go you. That's great. But don't make your money off of a culture that's not yours. Because the amount of times I've seen people on TikTok use white sage to cleanse. Oh, God. I'm going to just tell you guys who don't know right now. White sage is not meant for cleansing. It is meant to invite spirits in. So, for those of you who use white sage to quote-unquote cleanse your house or space and you didn't feel very cleansed afterwards for the next few weeks, I can tell you it's because not only were the indigenous ancestors pissed off at you, but you just invited spirits in. You opened up your space for spirits to come in rather than cleansing them out. And when I tried to explain this to people, people would get so fucking pissed off at me because they were like, no, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not. And I'm just like, this is, again, where research comes in. 
And I want you guys to know that, you know, when it comes to spirituality and witchcraft being an aesthetic, I think I'm just going to name this podcast, Why is Witchcraft an Aesthetic? Because, or a trend, because I think that's really what I'm talking about here. No, no, no. There's something else that I need to get into. So hold your horses, y'all. Um, but when it comes to, you know, spirituality and witchcraft being a trend, it's like, People don't understand the need for research. Like, okay, so, you know, we were in school. We were all in school once, and we all had to do research papers. We all had to do, you know, booklets or whatever it may be and, you know, research something, and we hated it. I know that. We hated it. But there's a difference between doing research on something that you absolutely hate versus doing research on something that you're extremely interested in. Because when you do research... On witchcraft and spirituality, you get yourself in rabbit holes. And these rabbit holes are absolutely amazing. Now, moving on from the whole research thing, I'm probably going to bring it up again, but it's okay. Um, spirituality. Trending. A big thing with trending and aesthetic spirituality is yoga. A lot of people don't understand that not only, number one, are there ex- a, a bunch of different types of yoga, which you can do the research on yourself if you're really that curious. But yoga comes from Hinduism. Okay. Yoga is a lot deeper than stretching. Yoga is meant to heal, heal chakras. It's meant to open one's third eye. It's meant to open your entire body up to things. Among so many other reasons. Among so many other reasons. But over the years, yoga has been so whitewashed that people don't even understand where it comes from anymore. Now, I'm not going to sit here and give you guys a lesson on yoga because that's not my culture. That's not my place to teach. Genuinely. Like I said, if you are really interested in that, um, you know, there's a bunch of great amazing Hindu creators and teachers out there who are more than happy to teach you about their culture because nobody else wants to talk about it. Give them their voice. Hear them out. Because it's their culture. It's their practice. It's almost ceremonial. And when I see people today using white sage and doing yoga because it's spiritual, this shit pisses me off. Because I'm like, dude, you did, again, with the research. Did you even do your research? Did you even look into it? Did you even, did, did, did you? Did you? No? Okay, because I can tell. <laughs> it's sad. And like I said, like within the next year or two, which like I said, I highly have a feeling that this is going to be a lot sooner rather than later. That these people are going to drop like fucking flies. Because of the fact that people are going to kind of slow down, I guess. With the free spells and with the free content and free this and free that. Because this is something that I realized. This is you know another reason why I opened my Patreon. Because time... And energy is extremely valuable. 
My time is valuable. My energy is valuable. The fact that I can sit here and put in effort, energy, and time to teach you things about witchcraft is valuable. Now, I'm going to let y'all know because this is a part of research too. I have quite a few tiers on my Patreon. There's Bell Book and Candle for beginner witches. I have Practical Magic for people who's done their done a lot of research and kind of want to move forward. I have The Craft for spell work. And then I have Hellboy for Baneful Magic, which I'm actually currently uploading a spiritual binding video for Hellboy. Then you have Sex Magic 101, which is 18 plus only, teaching about sex magic, what it is, things you can do, how you can incorporate it into your practices. I have mentorship tiers. I have mentorship A, B, and C. A is for beginner. C, B is for intermediate. And C is for advanced in spell work. Um, these tiers, these mentorship tiers are, of course, very detailed and a lot more explanatory um, and also get two posts a week rather than just one. Um and then, you know, I have a couple extra tiers. So I have, I literally have tiers for absolutely everything because I believe that research is absolutely everything. And I want to people, I want to give people a chance to, you know, learn from a fellow witch rather than feel very lost by, you know, researching and being like, I can't find this, which is something that we all come across. I'm going to be honest with you. We all come across something that we can't find. It just, it really just determines how much effort you want to put into it and how, you know, how much time you want to look for it. And this is something that gets the the aesthetic witches stuck because sometimes they will look something up and then they can't find it. And because of the fact that they can't find it, they're like, oh yeah, no, I give up. And it's, it's literally that easy. And it's sad because those of us who are really practicing witchcraft, it's like, I feel like these aesthetic witches take away the valuableness of witches who actually practice and that's sad so if you guys ever want a place to you know learn once a week or twice a week look into my patreon my patreon name is a raging witchcraft just like everything else but other than that it's just it's very sad to me because this is not a trend this is not something to play around with. This is not something to joke around with. This is not something to be like, oh, you know, I want to do a quick spell and just not do anything else because, babe, I can assure you that your spell is not going to work. And I know that sounds fucked up to say. Witchcraft and spirituality, like I said, is a concept of research and a concept of healing. Personal empowerment, personal effort. And this effort never ends. Granted, yeah, we have our times where we take a hiatus and that's normal. That's valid. If you're, those, to those witches out there, I'm just going to tell you right now, to you, if you need to take a fucking month hiatus or a year, go ahead and do it because you come first. And that's another amazing, amazing, amazing thing that we learn with both spirituality and witchcraft is that you, your health, your body, and your mind come before anything rest is a priority not a reward you come first and I love being able to remind people this because it's like I can literally yell at you <laughs> when if you if anybody needs you or if anybody needs me to yell at you and tell you that you come first let me know because I will gladly do it because genuinely you do 
And it's just a practice of spirituality and witchcraft. And it kind of goes into the whole healing thing because a lot of us have inner child issues or shadow work issues or shadow self issues, sorry, where we feel guilty for taking time to, you know, rest ourselves. We feel guilty for, um, you know, taking some time off or, you know, putting ourselves first, doing some self-care. We feel guilty for that. And all of those things, that guilt essentially comes from either your inner child, your shadow self, or both. And it's valid because we're all healing. You taking a day where you are going to force yourself not to feel guilty for putting yourself first and resting is healing. This entire journey is personal to absolutely everyone. And there's a lot of people who don't understand that and probably never will because of the fact that they just want to see nice things and pretty candles and pretty crystals. And you know what? If that's what they want to do, go ahead and do it. But you're going to get to a point where you realize that a lot more work needs to be done and a lot more effort needs to be put into it. And you're going to get tired of it and you're going to drop like a fly. And it's sad, but it's a sad truth. So... I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, my Patreon is A Raging Witchcraft. If you would like to look into it, um, the link is not only on my Facebook page, but also on my Instagram. Um, and I will also add it into the description of this podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed again. And I will talk to you guys next week. Blessed be.